This is Kelly. This is Jen. This is Heather. And you're listening to Whiskey Cats. Yay! <laughs> uh, hey, welcome. Uh, hey, Jen. Hey, Heather. Hello. How's it going? Hi. Great. Good. Cheers. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's your how's your day going? How's that whiskey? So whiskey is amazing. My day was pretty what are you drinking. I'm drinking the Westland Sherry Wood American Single Malt. Mm. It's a throwback to what, like season it two? It is a throwback. Ish. One. Yeah. Season Ish. Was that season one? Was it what? Who knows? When did you go to Oregon? <laughs> oh no, sorry. Washington. I thought that was season one, but I could, I don't know. We don't know our own catalog. No, Whatever knows. time no. we went. Who knows? It's friggin' delicious. <sighs> Tons um, of nice. Seattle favorite, I would say. Mm-hmm. Quite Definitely. nice. What do you, Heather, what's in your glass? I am finishing up an old fashioned that we made right before uh, we started recording out of some whiskey, which I left. <laughs> The whole bottle, the whole bar to the table, so I don't have to get up. And then I left the one whiskey that I'm drinking in the recycle bin because I finished it. But it's called <laughs> Backroom. Backroom Bourbon. But it's by That's right. uh, District Distilling. Son of a yeah, it's by District Distillers or District Distilling. Lobbyist, lobbyist <laughs> whiskey is what I call it. The lobbyist. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, anyway, for all your backroom deals. Yeah. But it's actually a whiskey that I didn't like when I tried it. And in fact, none of us liked it when we tried it. Neat or with one ice cube. Um, and so I started making it in old fashions thinking like, well, some sugar and bitters certainly couldn't hurt this. And it's actually quite good as an old fashioned. You it's- made quick business of that bottle. Yeah. yeah, I did. The old fashioned was really good. A little turbinado yes. sugar. Mm-hmm. A little bitter. Oh, and orange bitters, which Kelly, you left me. Ah, yeah. Great. I'm always uh, happy when you can use the flavored bitters because sometimes I look at them and I'm like, I don't know. What do you do with <laughs> lavender bitters or what do you do with the orange bitters? Yeah. Orange bitters, nice. I'm fully behind. I feel like there's a lot of uses for those, but you left me like five bitters and I haven't used <laughs> any of the other ones because, yeah, they're like lavender and they're celery bitters. I think there's like a celery. Yeah. And I, there's something else I can't remember, but I don't think I've done anything with any of those. Sidebar for next week, lavender sounds like it might be interesting with lime and ginger. Think we could work that oh. together? No, Heather's face says no. Well, oh. we could try. I mean, <laughs> I think I feel, I feel the opposite as um, the British Bake Off about lavender. Oh, that's fair. That's okay. <laughs> I get it. You know that since so, I have the like lavender ice cream, I just want to yeah, like yeah. I want to magically true. enjoy it in some other surprising way. Yeah. Well, so. we can figure it out. And if not, maybe I should just give you the bitters because it sounds like you would probably like them more than I might. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway. anyway, I should mention that the whiskey that I was drinking, if it wasn't obvious from the name and the calling it lobbyist whiskey, <laughs> is a local DC <laughs> bourbon. It's a local DC bourbon. And in fact, I bought two of them. The other one is Borough Bourbon by Republic Restoratives. So we have like two, I think there's even more than that, but there's definitely two local bourbons. And the Borough Bourbon is really, really good. It is. Nice. I like that a lot. Yeah. I, I feel like just DC is kind of booming, booming in the whiskey business. Mm hmm. Kelly, what are you drinking? Um, You know, I was looking through my bar to prep for this uh, recording and knowing going into our conversation. I really wanted 
I don't know what I wanted, but I wanted just something that was easy and I didn't have to think about it. And so I I pulled out a bottle of Old Overholt straight rye whiskey. Nice. nice. Yeah. A classic. Um, um, a classic. I felt like, you know, I just I just wanted something easy and I knew it wasn't going to be terrible. Um, we have a lot of bottles right now that we haven't opened. And so I'm just... I'm just leery of being burned. And I know I know everything will be fine if I open it and, you know, f- figure out if it's a cocktail whiskey or if it's a, you know, your Wednesday night drinking whiskey. But I just felt like I didn't want to put the energy in right now. <laughs> we just need an old friend sometimes. I understand. Yeah. It's the rye yeah. version of old granddad bourbon, I think. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. It is. I think they're, they're owned by the same company. It's, uh, uh, huh. I think that they're the same people's. Uh, the... Their URL is the Olds Whiskies, so maybe that's where I'm getting it from. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Makes yeah. sense. But um, it's hitting the spot. It's definitely hitting the spot. I'm glad but, to hear. Um, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Thank. <laughs> that's that's my contribution to you. <laughs> clink, clink. <laughs> um. So I think. You know, last time we talked um, about our, um, what did I call him, Drake, our our whiskey boo, um, <laughs> our whiskey bay. He's a boo, oh, but he's a boo bae. too. Is he a bay or a boo? Yeah. Is there a difference? I don't know. It's, is there a same thing? Asking. Mm. Oh, let me ask old, my mom. Old white <laughs> women. Yeah. Who knows? Let <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me apologize. Sorry. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, yeah. Drake, so, if you're listening, call in. Let us know. Let us know. Are you a bay or a boo? <laughs> or which whiskey is your boo and which whiskey is your boo? Oh, that's true. That's, like that's, that. a good, yeah. that's a good one. Uh, but when we were talking about Drake's whiskey, Virginia Black American Decadent Whiskey, um, <laughs> the, the, one of the like selling quote unquote selling features of it was that it was relatively inexpensive. Mm. And so it didn't seem like that terrible to pick up, but you know, when we got to drinking it, we realized that, you know, maybe in comparison, you didn't want to spend that $40, $35, $40 on that particular bottle. And we got to thinking, well, what is a comparable bottle of whiskey that you wouldn't mind spending in the 30 to $40 range. And you know, we did a little bit more research on our own personal bars to see what was in that thirty to forty dollar range, and I think we found some surprising things. Um, Jen, Heather, do you want to talk about what, <laughs> my, what was in your bar? My surprising thing was that I had, other than the Virginia Black, literally nothing in that range. <laughs> so I have this very bipolar shelf of very cheap, like Old Grandad, which is about thirteen bucks, fifteen bucks a mm-hmm. bottle. And stuff like the Westland or Booker's, which are up in the $70 range. Um, and an old Irishman, which I think was not old Irishman. See, I'm adding old to everything. <laughs> just Irishman. <laughs> He's old. not old. He's neither old nor young. He is just the Irishman. Uh, the old Irishman in the seat. Yeah. <laughs> I think that bottle's like 45 or 50. But I don't have anything in the sort of 30 to 40 range other than the Virginia Black. Heather, what do you got? I also have nothing in the 30 to 40. I have lots in the 40 to 50, though. Mm. Well, not lots, but mm. um, both of the D.C. bourbons, um, the Borough bourbon and the Backroom bourbon, are like 45. And I also have a bottle of this Yellowstone 
bourbon that I picked up a couple weeks ago. I very much enjoyed it. Um, in fact, we should drink that next. Uh, I'm in. And I'm pretty sure that I paid like low 40s for it at a nice place, which mm. means you could probably get it for like 35. In fact, I just Googled it and some store had it for 35. So that may be on target. Um, but also a lot of them that I pick up like the, oh God, now I'm going to blank on all the names. What's the, <laughs> nope, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to think of any of those names. A lot of the ones that I normally pick up, like the, um, I want to call it like the JR bourbon, which is not what it's called. The IW Harper? No, oh, the IW Harper. Hopper. No, no, no. The one that has a bottle that looks kind of similar to this, but it's fatter. We, I think we drank it for us. Uh, oh, no, Russell, no. Russell's Reserve. Yes, Russell's, Russell's Reserve. Reserve. Yeah, that sounds like JW something. Sure. <laughs> Great job, guys. <laughs> you guys, we know what the bottle looks like. <laughs> Russell's Reserve is a great bourbon. In, they have a couple of different, um, they have like a five-year and a 10-year, and I think the five-year is in that range. And that's a really good bourbon. I just realized, too, we do have some, since you mentioned the old Overholt, I was thinking the rye in our house is the Catoctin Creek oh. Ramstone rye, mm-hmm. local. Yeah. Um, and that's 40 bucks. So, oh. Um, maybe I'm... Or misremembering how much it was, because I thought that was like in the $60, $70 range. I think it may have come down because it's kind of gaining oh. in popularity. But that's, that's also like I didn't even mention it because I was thinking, oh, it's got to be expensive. But I just looked it up while we were talking. $39.99 at Total Wine. So, um, oh, so that's I actually would definitely a, buy that yeah, any day of the week. It's a great rye. That is a really good rye. I know. And I'm one of those people who doesn't particularly like rye, and I love their rye. Yep. I haven't had that yeah. in a while. I forgot it was like kind of, it's tucked in the back of the bar. I'm going to pull that out. Yum. Oh, you definitely should. Will you? I will. Yes, please drink that for me. I'm almost out of my bottle. <laughs> I will not illegally been, ship you any. Of course, I would never do that, Kelly. Ever. No, no. of course not. They've been teasing their new branding on Instagram. Yeah. And I'm just like, I just drool over oh, it because yeah. it's going to be beautiful. And I know their stuff is so good. And I just, uh, it's going to be, their bottles are going to just pop on the shelves. It's going to be beautiful. Sometimes in our Facebook yeah. memories, our photos from that night pop up, and I'm always oh, like, that yeah. was such a fun night that over was there. So fun. That was really nice of them. And, uh, mm-hmm. like, really delicious cocktails. Really delicious cocktails. <laughs> and yeah, really good so food, good. too. Yeah. That was a yeah, nice night. It was really good. Okay, we'll do that again for, like, anniversary <laughs> yeah. reunion. <laughs> our fifth season. Sounds great. <laughs> Perfect. That's great. Um, but yeah, I think I, uh, I was finding the same thing on my shelves. Like there's no, there's like a dearth of the $40 range and, um, lots of good stuff under the $20 range. Like you said, old granddad, I have this old overholt right here. Um, we picked up a benchmark bourbon, which is also in the $20 range, which is really good. Um, and you can tell by the fact that it is a now empty bottle, (laughs) um, I also have an early times. I don't know why I have an early times. Why not Kelly? And and a Canadian club, a bottle of Canadian club. Oh my God. Yikes. Uh, okay, that I, I might ask. I don't know. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But again, those are all sub $20, sub $25. Um, and then the majority of our collection is definitely over $50, $60. Um, but what I did find, um, we do have a couple of bottles in the $30 to $40 range. Um, and surprisingly they're all irish they're all irish whiskeys within that range um wait i have a teeling did you buy them here or did you buy them in ireland um one in ireland and one was gifted and one here so the the teeling small batch i looked up um which was gifted to us is about 40 
Um, we have a Thai, Thai, I can never pronounce this correctly, uh, Tiraconal, uh, single malt, which is about $40 as well. And it's, I do not like that whiskey at all. And I <laughs> advise you all to steer clear of it. I think it is terrible. Uh, and then writer's tears. I looked up quickly what how much writer's tears was in the States, and it's only like 37. Oh, beloved. Yeah, beloved, beloved. But those are all Irish whiskeys, and they're all in the $35, $40 range. Hmm. Um, I guess they just know what they're doing over there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I also found that I still have like a um, Kings County Moonshine, uh, and I looked it up that really quickly. And that's only 38, but it's only a 200 milliliter bottle, so... I, I guess if you extrap, yeah, if you extrapolate that out, that's not like a in the same range at all. <laughs> that whiskey was not good. Wait, did we? No, no, no I think you're getting got confused with the oh, the bun whiskey. factory. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. the bun yeah. factory whiskey was horrendous. That was that like was completely terrible. unaged. I mean, that was like moonshine. Yeah. But the Kings County, I think I remember we actually liked that oh, a little we? more because we we were determined to not like it. Because it was like precious mm-hmm. hipster whiskey. Yeah. But it was actually pretty good. Oh, Button Factory. Yeah, Button Factory. <laughs> I think I made yeah. Kelly take that at some point. Yeah. Didn't I? I? So. Uh, you know, I can't actually remember who ended up with it. Um, and Matt actually was asking me about it because he, he, we had this kind of the same conversation. Uh, and I was like, you know what? I'm pretty sure it just ended up down a drain. I think it did because you know what? I gave, I think I forced it on you when I moved and then you moved like eight mm-hmm. months later yeah. and the bottle was open. So you would have yeah. had to get rid of it yeah. where it belongs. Yeah, yeah. There was no way. <laughs> yeah. So bad. Ugh. Sorry, button factory, but mm. sorry, button whiskey. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. It's bad. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know really, you know, what the entire point of this conversation is, but (laughs) (laughs) it was a nice excuse Uh, to survey the bar. I know. And it's nice to have a range. Like, I I mean, I'm willing to plunk down $60 a bottle for like certain stuff. I mean, I love IW Harper and I almost always have it on my shelf. I actually don't right now, but I will almost, I will always pay $60 for that bottle because I love it. And also, it's yeah. such a beautiful perfume vampire diaries bottle. <laughs> so beautiful. And it does evoke it vampires. It is a beautiful bottle. Yeah. But, um, mm-hmm. but you have to have a range. I mean, you can't just like be drinking $60 whiskey on a Monday night while you're recording a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or a candy. That's says the narrator. Maybe 20 years from now when we're in different positions. But I think we've well, talked about yeah. this before. I know. <laughs> I, we've talked about this before. Like, I think we're lucky in that we have access to so much amazing stuff. Yeah. And and it is, it's good. Like, sometimes I just want old granddad. That's all I want, like, as a nightcap on the evening. But it's nice to sort of have access to try all these things. Like, I'm looking at Heather pulled a bunch of stuff off out of the barn onto where we're recording. And... The diversity is kind of great. There's the Seattle American single malt. There's an Irish one. There's a DC bourbon and this Yellowstone Kentucky straight, you know, super volcano of bourbon, super volcano of <laughs> bourbons, but it's from Kentucky. I don't really understand, but I mean, it's like this great diversity that we have access to. And so I feel like if you find like, it's great to have one or two bottles of expensive, delicious stuff on hand. And there's also no shame in having a thirteen dollar bottle <laughs> or something in between. Oh no, yeah. Because sometimes you know those thirteen dollar bottles, especially old granddad, and, and like even though I'm like sitting here drinking this old Hoberhold, I'm like, man, why haven't I just whipped this out sooner um, over the past week or so? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Um, like, I, yeah, it's it's we definitely we do have the privilege to to enjoy 
expensive bottles, but you know, I don't think you need to need to spend it if you don't want to. There's always these really great whiskeys for under $20. And I don't know, it's, it's interesting to me that the price range is kind of what it is. Like there's no, there's no weird medium ground of like a 30, $35 bottle that we're finding. Like, although I do sort of love that writer's tears, which really, I think we can agree is one of our favorite bottles mm-hmm. ever is only Hands is down, under yeah. 40. I mean, that's yeah, pretty awesome. For anybody who can get their hands on it. And imported. And imported. Yeah. That's pretty great. Yeah. You just have to find it, which, even though they sell it here, we're all kind of struggling to find it. So, Kelly, you said you can't find it on the West Coast, that it's not on the West Coast. No. It's not on the West Coast, yeah. We've heard that it's here, but I've looked in several places, and even when I ask, the proprietor usually doesn't know what I'm talking about. Like, they haven't even heard of it. Although a lot of places, I think people shouldn't be shy about asking them to order it. Yeah. Like... Especially, like, if you live in a state, like, even Virginia, which has some crazy harsh rules, but I've asked it at the ABC before, and they're like, you know, if there's something you really want, it might take a little while because we have to put it on this list and blah, 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 but we'll get it. And so I think, I think don't be shy. And if you find something you like, ask for it. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Great advice. Um, (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, Jen. Sure. <laughs> Dr. Bates mentoring for the day. <laughs> Don't be afraid to ask for what you want. Uh, I went into our the one liquor store that um, we kind of like just to go in and look at all the pretty bottles um, the other day. And they have, I asked if they carried Old Potrero just so I could see, Yay. you know, what their price range was and to see if they actually had it. And they do. They have both the 18th century uh, style. I think that's the one that we mm-hmm. tasted. And then they also had another one. I think it was like a 10 year or 18 year. I, I forget if there was a one and another number and it was years and I just really wasn't paying that attention. Um, mm-hmm. And the bottles are still beautiful. And I didn't realize that those are really, really fucking expensive bottles of whiskey. Um, the 18th century, they were selling for $90 <gasps> and the 18 year, maybe they were selling for $99. What? There is no yeah. way that I paid $90 for that bottle. There is no way. I mean, I'm sure it was yeah. a shadow, but I'm going to have to go back and look. That was a couple years ago, but wow. Yeah. So I don't know if it's because it's our, like our local and they carry like a bunch of stuff so they can kind of jack up their prices or yeah, I'm not sure, but I was shocked. Wow. I don't think yeah. I would not pay $90 for that. I mean, I enjoyed it, but that wasn't like the best. You can't even like call it whiskey. <laughs> the best spirits I've ever had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I was going to obviously not send you any whiskey in the mail, um, <laughs> but I definitely am not going to send you whiskey in the mail at that price. I mean, I love you, but like, <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> think how many bottles of yeah. Old granddad, we could have over <laughs> nine. So many, nine bottles. So many bottles. We can have nine bottles. <laughs> oh, that's crazy! <laughs> or one and a third bottles of IW Harbor. Yeah, I mean, come oh, on, so like pretty. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. they're both pretty. You mean Old Portero? I meant IW Harbor. They're both. Pretty. Yeah, they're both pretty. Yeah, they are both really pretty. <sighs> Mel, Mel, of course, was like. I don't, he's like, I don't, I don't see you. He's like, yeah, it's nice. He's like, I just don't see what you mean that it was so pretty. I was like, well, it's not really in the right light. And I was like, but it's really pretty. And you have to like, look at you. I, don't, I can't bring it outside because I'm sure they would frown upon it. But it's really beautiful in the sunlight. And 
He just wasn't understanding how beautiful this bottle mm. was. Like, you don't get it. Lame. <laughs> Lame. Oh, we can appreciate it. That's mm-hmm. why you have the whiskey cats. Yeah. We get Yay. it. Don't know. <laughs> oh, I have a piece of news. Breaking. Oh, great news. Breaking. Oh. <laughs> From, like, two days ago. But that's when I heard it, which means it might be, like, a year old. But Virginia <laughs> has named a state whiskey. What? And it's, it's, it's not what? It's, <laughs> and it's, which would be ironic. It's, it's not from Virginia. It would be amazing. Okay, as amazing as that would be, uh, it's the Mount Vernon George oh. Washington recipe whiskey. Oh, oh well. So that was my reaction I mean, too. <laughs> because if you recall, it basically tastes like tequila. It was so disgusting. But that was like back in the first time they made it, and so by now it's like in, they must have aged one of them at least like five or six years by now oh, the first one that's what they're doing with them they're actually aging they're them? actually aging them oh, interesting because they only just started this like f- my guess is five or six um so note we to cells to we need trip. to yeah we, we to need to get our hands on some of the age it. stuff but i thought it was interesting that they named it uh for this is george washington who lived at mount vernon and they used his recipe to make <laughs> Why are you laughing? Maybe people don't know. They don't you live just, in like, Virginia. Turn on your Ira Glass voice. <laughs> Today you we're got like talk the podcast about. posture. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about Mount Vernon, George Washington's whiskey. My point is that Virginia has named a state whiskey, a Commonwealth whiskey, and uh, naturally it's by our founding father. It's by our founding father, who lives just right. down the road. I mean, like. If you think about it, it seems kind of obvious that they would. Yeah, obviously, it's a little. Uh, do this what one. do you call it? Um, on the nose. Yes, that. <laughs> it's a little on the nose. A little, but it could be <coughs> on our palates. <laughs> no. on, on the tongue. Oh. Is that what you're talking? I don't know. If either no, I was going to say something else. Actually, <laughs> I thought on our palate was okay. much more discreet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I need it. I'm not thinking if I'm not over the top obvious. Yellowstone. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so anyway, we're get, we'll go drink our founding father's whiskey that has been aged five Some years? number of years. I'll five look years. How, how old is our nation? Also, like, did you... Wait, wait, so is Martha Washington? She, like, she, who, like, whose recipe is this? I think it's his. Because they call it... He's on the label. They've never said anything about Martha in this whole process. I'm pretty sure it was Oh, him. I thought I heard you say that. My mistake. I don't think so. But anyway, I think it's George's. Because he had a distillery back in the day. So they're, like, following his recipe. I don't think I really knew that. Like, what do you mean back in the day? Like, before his generalhood? Uh, no, I think just, like, on Mount Vernon. Like, he had, like, everything on Mount Vernon. So why not a distillery? Because he had a granary. Well, he had a gr- gra- granary? Granary? However you say that word. And Chevy Wheaton show No, the best part was that you yeah. didn't know how it was spelled until I texted it to you later. You're like, that's not the word. You're like, no, no, that's a word. <laughs> anyway, okay. Uh, he had he had the dis- I think the distillery was was kicking while he was off doing whatever. The revolution. <laughs> <laughs> What is, also, what is Lin Manuel have to say about this? 
Okay, I'll report. You're the further. one the rock. <laughs> That's correct. I will. I will learn more about this for our next episode. <laughs> And that's a good weakness. happens when you drink whiskey and add a little water to it or add a little ice to it and we've has, had mixed experiences <laughs> why are you laughing <laughs> Kelly <laughs> it's fine it's fine you're both cut off you're both cut off no more no more whiskey I don't even feel drunk oh god okay Okay, so, so water. So water, right? So we've had all these varied experiences. And kind of each of us taste a little differently when we add a little water or add a little ice to a whiskey. And some Swedish scientist guys uh, were interested in why, why, what is the water doing that changes the taste? So basically they isolated, they did a bunch of experiments, and they figured out which molecule it is that uh, is affected by the water. And it's called guayacol which I might or might not be saying correctly. And so basically, this is a subtle molecule that water, when it comes into, it, it has a flavor, and water comes into um, contact with it, and it breaks apart. It sort of spreads out. And so the flavor is distributed. It's basically dilution. Like, basically, this article is describing dilution. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but it especially happens at the surface of the liquid and not necessarily in the rest of the liquid, which I think is kind of the most interesting part of it. So it changes the smell, I think, more than the taste. Is basically, after reading this Nature article, is what I get from it. And it cha- it's like it changes scotch differently than it changes bourbon differently than it changes a rye. Well, I guess... Huh. I feel like I need to know more about this molecule because it sounds like if it's only changing that one molecule, like if it's only diluting one type of molecule in, yeah, that's here it is. Here's the shape of the molecule. Thank you. You're welcome. It's hexagonal. It's a a hexagon with stuff coming out. Just a hexagon. Everything is a. Okay, don't start with me. I'm a physicist. (laughs) Not really, but I know many of them. I know how electron clouds work. (laughs) So this is it. And, uh, you know, the water busts in and sort of spreads it out across the surface, especially across the surface. So it reacts differently when, like, there's air above it or if it's all liquid. I mean, I get the dilution concept. But I'm wondering, like, what does that molecule taste like? And why is it in different concentrations in whiskey... I mean, in bourbon, scotch, etc. Those are totally good questions. So it is the component that produces the smoky flavor in a scotch. Hmm. But it also, it has similarities to the, to the molecule that produces the sweet flavors, like vanillin in a bourbon. And so I think what they're saying 
is that it affects those those that have high concentrations of either of those, some flavor thing, whatever it is in the scotch and whatever it is in the bourbon, the most, because it breaks them up the most on the surface. And so you notice the dilution the most in those, which I think is probably true, mm-hmm. if I think back. Like relative to water in a, in a straight American whiskey or water in a rye, I think I notice it the most in a bourbon. Like it feels more dilution. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it has always seemed mm-hmm. to most of us, most of the time that it affects the sweetness. Yeah. And so that's part of it is it kind yeah. of breaks it up and spreads it out so that like when you take a sip of it, it's more dispersed and not as concentrated on your tongue. And that's kind of what I get from it. I'm not sure why these Swedes felt like they needed to investigate this, but <laughs> they did. And so that's well, they my take. needed to investigate it because the everyone puts a drop of water in their whiskeys to taste it, right? So, right. Clearly, if you are scientists, you want to know why. I mean, that's that would be my proposal to any grant funding mm-hmm. institution. It would be. I know. I'm almost disappointed to find out why you didn't come up with the first awarded. Right. <laughs> but I think that's part of it, right? Like, so I think they're trying to figure out also like how much water. Like, I think they're using teeny tiny amounts of water, and we use a little sploosh from your beautiful pitcher. Mm. And so I think I think there's, like, for each, for each type of drink, there is just the right amount of water mm. that opens the flavor up without diluting it. Okay. But it probably requires, like, a little pipette or something to get the exact amount and not, like, our drunken, like, here's water, <laughs> woo! I mean, right. Anecdotally, we've definitely blown out a lot of our whiskeys with water. Yeah. Yeah. And I think especially, yeah, especially the bourbons, it like cuts that sweet in no time. So interesting. Swedes are doing flavor researches and. uh, Thanks, Swedes. Thanks, Swedes. Keep on drinking for the public good. Yeah. Yeah. How do you get on that team? (laughs) I think you just write them a letter. And say, dear Swedes. Okay. I'm a whiskey. <laughs> Their names chemist. are uh, Bjorn and Ron. <laughs> so you just say, hey, Bjorn. Hey, Ron. We should have them on the show. I will call them tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Is that the um, special scientist hotline? Yes. It's a purple phone that's on my desk. The whiskey phone? Are you sure it's not in the shape of a cat? Oh my God. <laughs> I wish it were in the shape of a cat. Like, like from the 80s. Yeah, totally. <laughs> We definitely need one of those. We definitely need one of those. Oh, man. That'd be great. What's our budget, Kelly? Do we have money for a cat Unlimited. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> Sky's the limit oh, when it comes to whiskey jet. Four dollars. You betcha. All right, that's all I got for science. Water. Water science. That was pretty good. <laughs> Swedish science. Mm. And on that note... That's another episode. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Please subscribe to us via your favorite podcast app, such as iTunes or SoundCloud, or find us online at whiskeycats.com. Email us at whiskeycatspodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at whiskey underscore cats. And if you'd like to leave us a short voicemail message, please call 202-760-2009. See you next time. Cheers. Make me laugh and sing Give it to me, Papa
Amos. 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 Where? I see your ears. <gasps> you hear them purring? I hear it. 